0: The Bar Star Podcast is a show that aims for something a little different. It's hosted by a drummer who thinks he's a musician. But let's be honest. I know and you know that drummers are not musicians, right? Or are they? Hang on a second. Who wrote this crap? This is garbage. Nobody's going to listen
1: to a show put on by somebody they haven't heard of.
0: Stupid.
1: episode of the Bar Star Podcast. I am your host, a still fucking extra stuffy, Stephen O'Reilly. I can't get rid of this shit. I don't know what it is. Maybe I got the hiv. Sebastian's even here. It's just one of those days. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody had a good week. And as always, I hope you guys went out and did some shit. Make sure you check out my sponsor, Prophecy Inc. They like to poke you with needles and put pretty rainbow scars in your skin. You mentioned the Barstar podcast. You will get 10% off your tattoo by any artist in the shop, not just Travis. So go check them out. Check all that stuff out. By now, I'm sure that my uh, intro music is faded out. So you have figured out by reading the description of this show, you guys are reading the descriptions, right? I mean, that would be kind of shitty if you weren't. I mean, you really should read the description. I I take a lot of time to write those damn things. Nobody cares. What are you laughing at? (laughs) i'm trying not to (laughs) i am hanging out with my buddy a one mr ryan preston how are you sir
0: hello i am doing wonderful you you. look
1: wonderful you look fantastic thank you 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 yeah i get that a lot from you (laughs) you have nice boots on thank you sir (laughs) i like your boots. my wife likes your boots
0: she did she mentioned that earlier
1: she did stacy was like you should get some boots like that
0: your boots are epic i
1: know i don't she, she probably did say Epic. I don't know.
0: She, I don't think she did. I put that in there. I heard Epic. I didn't... I I'm going with it. you. Cause I, I'll, <laughs> I'll buy that for $1. I hear Epic everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: because you, sir, are Epic. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. So, how's things? How's life?
0: Everything is grand. Uh... I have a five-year-old daughter. She's doing good. She's picked up drums. She will be a future student of yours. I saw that. Yes.
1: She's and doing, I saw her head banging to ACDC, which was kind of And cool.
0: she's she's picked up the uh, heavy metal vibe. She loves it. She's always asking for guitar and drums. That's her two things. Nice. And uh, Those I are two that. good things. Doing good. I got a little little business going, and uh, work's going good. Music's going good. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm here. Nice. So life is great.
1: Nice, you, Yeah. All right, shows over. Let's go. Where everything, everybody's That's fucking Everything's happy. Everything's perfect. Wow. There's
0: nothing wrong with my life, <laughs> except for divorce and everything else. No, I'm So but anyway, hey, everybody's <laughs> got to get one out of the way. Yeah, I got that, my first one out of the way. Exactly.
1: Um. So, a lot of people don't know a lot about you, right? Including yours truly. Yeah. We have not even known, I don't even think we've known each other a year yet, have we? I think we, I want to say that we met at the end of last summer.
0: I think so, yeah. Does
1: that sound correct that to you? That sounds right, yeah. I mean, we've known a lot of the same people, mm-hmm. and we've kind of crossed paths in the same circles, but you and I have never met.
0: Right, we've never officially met. I know, I think we might have played a sh- one show together at Phoenix Hill. In two separate bands. In two separate bands. Yep. On two separate floors at the same time, but I don't think we ever officially met Met
1: Some nice sign um, language you got going on there. That's <laughs> a, some people call that scissors. Scissors. <laughs> we'll
0: just leave that there. But no, yeah, we know, uh, we know a lot of the same people. Uh, we've, you know, been around the same demographic and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's only been kind of recent where we've crossed paths officially and really. Nice. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to tell the story of how we met because I want you to take it at the end of that. Yeah, kind of go from there. you've done some cool (laughs) shit. But because of how we met is where I'm going to start. A few of us um, were trying to do a different sort of project. Never got off the ground, uh, so I'm not talking shit or trying to keep anything under wraps. It just timing, schedules, everything just didn't work. But you came in, and I didn't know who you were. You came in to, to rehearsal one day and just started singing your ass off and I started playing like shit because I immediately had a man crush. <laughs> and we've been friends ever since. But you did. Yeah. You you fucking blew me away. Because it's, it's rare to find somebody that can do... First of all, it's rare to find a dude that has a range like you. Um, it's also rare to find somebody that can do... I don't want to say metal vocals, but can go to that style mm. and go normal style but when they go to the metal stuff you're not sounding cheesy right it's very hard to find a dude that can do that yeah and you kill it so high five in a microphone you, thank you for that
0: thank you thank you thank you but that is how we met and All then
1: right. the, the project never got off the ground but mm. we've been friends we've hung out ever since in fact right. you've gotten on stage a few times with Gas Money hmm
0: hi yes, Todd
1: you gotta say hi to Todd
0: hi Todd how you doing Todd love you <laughs> your
1: hair looks great <laughs> Under the bus you go, my brother.
0: (laughs) Ever since over... Because kind of going back a little bit, like... Which is where I want you to go. I want you to kind of...
1: Like I said, I want you to go back through your history because there's a lot of shit I don't know about Mm -hmm. you. Even though you've told me a lot of stuff. And then when you started telling me about something you did in another country, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, dude, you got to be on the show. (laughs) So you start wherever you want. So, if you get boring, I'm fucking editing your ass.
0: No, I, yeah, I, I'll I'm try totally not to li- get boring because there's lying. a lot
1: of like... I'm kidding.
0: There's a lot of boobs. I'm petting and, your leg bo- right
1: now. <laughs> oh my like, god, you're so cute. You're turning me on. You're so cute. I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
0: But, uh, so, I, I won't go over Dude, Overthrown's whatever, history too much. You talk
1: whatever you want to.
0: So, the way my band Overthrown started was basically a bunch of kids in high school got together. They're playing and stuff and I, I've was playing guitar since I was like eight years old. Right. And so uh, I had a cousin who was into drums. He was a little bit younger than I was. Him and his friends got a band going called Key Steel or something. They're doing like heavy metal covers. Right. Like old stuff like Black Sabbath and stuff. A lot of people weren't really doing that. A lot of people were in like Limp Bizkit at the time and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I grew up with Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, everything. Right. So I went out and saw one of those shows. I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. Well, at that show their singer uh decided to disband and leave and not do anything. And so I was just standing like in there in the middle of the show. Yeah, and like like pretty much in the middle of the show and they were like, "Hey, you want to, you know, we need a singer. You want to you want to join and do some stuff?" I'm like, "Okay, sure. Yeah, I'd love to." Uh, cuz they were great musicians. Uh Greg Zulman, who is still with me uh to this day, uh he was one of the original guys. Mhm. Who I do not
1: know well, but I do right, know but that you, he's a good guitar player. You have met him, yeah. Yes. You've heard him play. Yeah.
0: So I got with him, started immediately working with him. Right. Uh, he showed me some original stuff he did. And me having a, a small like history with music theory and stuff, I was instantly like, dude, you Wait, have you a gift. you can count? I can count. He can, like, Yeah, I was instantly like, dude, you have things. Because they were a cover band. So Right. Like, and he was like, dude, check this song I wrote out, bro. It was pretty <coughs> sweet. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So he started playing this riff. I was like, dude, you like, we should roll with this, like, right? You know, so we kind of like, we slowly did, you know, covers here and there, and we'd roll some of the original songs that we'd write and throw some lyrics around and everything. Now,
1: what time period would this have
0: been? This was like 2002, two, three, something like that, where okay. we, we kind of got together and started working on some stuff. So he wrote the song. Uh, that I coined "Prepare for War." It was just thrash. It was like three, four minutes long, very short, very thrashy. Right. And I was like, it was around. It was right after 9/11, or you know, you know, little, you know yeah, a little after 9/11. So I was like, dude, let's, let's write like a war song. that would be sweet. <laughs> so we wrote about like war and destruction. You're so fucking and, metal. And, yeah. And and so we had our first song. That was the first song we ever wrote. Right. And uh, so at one of the shows we played we ended with that song and people loved it. So we were like, all right, cool. Let's write original music. So we started doing that. Anyway, uh, one thing led to another. We had some band members come in and out and ultimately led with a couple of different names, like exempt and disruptor or something like that. And, uh, ultimately ended up with overthrown. We, right. uh, had a bunch of like Epic names. We were all drinking and smoking around a fire one night. We were like, <laughs> we, ended, we went into Viking mode, you know, like, just, uh, oh, I'm Ryan, you know, rot, gut, Preston, uh, you know, hail to the seas and Odin. And uh, so we wrote down all these like crazy Viking names and stuff, and we came up with like thrown over something. So we're like overthrown, and that's the one we picked, and that's the one we stuck with. You,
1: just, you were like the whitest Viking ever. Oh, dude,
0: like we were the worst Vikings in the world. It was crazy. <laughs> Like it—it it was we really like a bunch of geeky like kids from high school thinking of Viking names. But anyway, like so, so we just started writing and writing and writing, and you know, in comes Jack Morley, uh, who you've you know, I think you've, you've yeah, I have, you. I have I have played with Jack. You played smoking with bass player, smoking bass player, uh, and my cousin was playing drums. And funny story—I'll tell you a, a stage story not yet already oh no no i won't go there so anyway unless you have more than one i have a couple but anyway long story (laughs) short we ended up with overthrown uh uh lewis lopez on drums jack moley on bass greg zolman on rhythm guitar and myself ryan preston on vocals and lead guitar
1: i like how you went to your radio (laughs) voice right there and then then that guy and then me that was pretty good. I liked it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and so, so we just like the train rolled one song after another. And um, I think we, we played a small show, either Phoenix Hill or something. And Terry Harper got wind of us and said, Hey, we, you know, I got some metal shows coming into town. we like to, you know, maybe open up for them. Right. The band that came through, I want to say it was like Sonata Arctica or something from, from Europe, like this big power metal band. Right. And they loved us and everything. And so, like, we kept getting these shows with these these big men. We haven't played a whole lot of, you know, just local original shows. So, like, I think that's where a lot of, you know, our name became a kind of staple point in a lot of different places. But as far as, like, the local music scene, we weren't very well known just because... You didn't have a whole
1: lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You were more connected into the... Uh, I, I guess a better word is the the regional mu- yeah. uh, metal scene yeah so I, to guess, speak. I
0: guess it's a regional thing we had a lot of big name bands that wanted us to open up for them right <laughs> they're like we you know you're you blend with our music and everything so um so that's kind of where that went. We started playing different places. We went to Milwaukee and opened up for Testament and nice. Unearth and stuff. That was really cool. Nice. Um, and, Practice
1: what you preach was one of my favorite oh, Testament records. God, it was awesome.
0: And I the, mean, all their the,
1: the records were good, but I love that one.
0: Practice what you preach is great. And hearing him, like Chuck Billy, does not need a microphone. Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We were we after after we played. You know, we were front row. We wanted to see Testament play and he's just like ah, no and you could feel the wind like <laughs> you know like that when you're like i have a like a blow dryer in your face or you're going down like a like a roller coaster and your mm. face is
1: flopping in the wind no i get it yep. that's
0: pretty much what it was
1: nice um you had flappy face
0: exactly exactly so you know flappy
1: we, chuck billy face
0: chuck billy face <laughs> testament fans will know what i'm talking about mhm um so uh from there you know, uh, steamrolled into this thing where big bands from Europe would come over. Well, one of the bands that came over was primal fear. Um, and their artist was from France. Uh, and somehow I I can't remember exactly how, somehow we got tangled up with her and she started doing our artwork. Right. And so then we had, all of a sudden we had t-shirts and, you know, our demos and stuff we could put, we could put things on, you know, yeah. we had an actual, had yeah, an actual artist. And so, you know, yeah, we'll pay you for your art and everything. And, um, and then, you know, a couple years later, uh, she's like, Hey, you know, I have these bands coming in to do some promotional stuff. Are you able to come to Europe and, and do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. You know, <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Yeah. So went over to Europe, uh, you know, worked with her on some stuff, met some big bands over there in Europe uh met one of the bands that played at Sonosphere. Right. Yeah, you know, it was like the next year they're like, Hey, we're playing Sonosphere, blah blah blah. Pause. Okay.
1: I know what Sonosphere is, but yes. some people may not.
0: For a lot of people that don't know, it's a music festival in Europe. Um typically, you know, like the megadeth metallic metal Slayer. Fest. It's a big metal fest, one of the one of the biggest that I can think of other than Vakken Right. Um Falken's huge. Valken's, yeah, open air, huge, huge festival. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's what Sonosphere is, people. It is a basically a European metal fest. happens huge, every year, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, because while Europeans
1: there, still like metal.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They love it. They're, they're bonkers over it. They, yep. they love it. So, having that connection in Europe, it was really cool because uh, she did all of our artwork and everything. While I was there, I was like, let's print out a bunch of demos. Cool. Cool. And so she handed them out to all these, you know, big bands and stuff. She she does artwork for. Her. She was at um, uh, she was at Nam mm-hmm. Nam the guitar NAM, the big Nam. NAM. Yep. And uh, she had a she designed a guitar. Do you guitar. know what Nam stands for? North American. Nope. Just nope. stop. No, I, I have no idea. It's the National
1: <laughs> Association of Music Merchants. Music Merchants.
0: Yeah. I knew it. I knew what it was. I was just joking. <laughs> You're so Uh, God, I love you (laughs) Yeah, I'm a guitar player I don't even know what name stands for Anyway um, That's
1: alright, my phone auto-corrects it Every time I try to talk about it in a text And it (laughs) makes it go N-A-A-M instead of N-A-M-M
0: My phone does the same thing It's when I type love, it corrects it to Hail Satan (laughs) That
1: explains so much It
0: does, doesn't it? Wow Sweet Dude, <laughs> dude, metal. No, anyway,
1: uh, so that's the Barstar podcast, <laughs> cheap sound effects.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So, anyway, so, so she starts passing, she out, starts all these passing out all demos. these
0: demos and stuff and everything, and uh, invites us back over there. And one of the bands dropped off Sonosphere, and there we were, and we got to pick up a show at Sonosphere Metallica. Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax are playing on the main stage. We're over in like the parking lot, you know, of course.
1: You're still in Sonosphere, who gives a shit?
0: But yeah, we've so we played and there's like five people singing our songs. And I'm like, This is pretty sweet. We should keep doing this. So anyway, um Now how long now well, hang on, you can't just gloss. No over no no, the no so I'm not trying to gloss over it.
1: I played Sonosphere and then we came back and I had a chocolate milkshake. Now <laughs> fucker, it don't work that way. <laughs> How long did you go to Europe? I mean, what did you... I don't want the entire fucking history of when you were there. Right, I'm just right. saying.
0: I went over there a lot. The band only went there once. Okay. Uh so I you went only went there. full
1: band just for the Sonosphere show. Right. But you went
0: back and forth often. I went back and forth pretty often. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, uh, you know, I went over there, t-shirt, like <coughs> stayed in France with the artist and did all this promotional stuff. So try to get the name out as much as we can. Right. Uh, you know... We started getting label interest, but it was over in Europe. (laughs) So, here these broke musicians, you know, like, how do we get this stuff? That's not
1: a cheap travel. No,
0: no, not at all. It's
1: not like you're running up to Chicago. Hey, I'll be back tomorrow. No, it doesn't work that way. Uh,
0: Another thing, like, in the middle of all this, I sent some stuff to Guitar World magazine, Mm -hmm. and they had a, a small little... Feature of me and like what I play and stuff in Guitar World magazine in the 30th anniversary with Tony Naomi and uh and Eddie Van Halen on the cover. No, nice. you flip to like page like 26, there's a little tiny picture of me playing guitar and doing stuff. That's this is sweet. where I want a camera in here because your face lit up like a
1: Christmas tree as you pantomimed flipping to page 26 you even know the page
0: number <laughs> i know all the pages. don't even <laughs> exactly. fuck with me dude <laughs> i'm immortalized somehow if anything if everything goes south i'm in a i'm in a magazine
1: <laughs> you know it's funny the reason i bring that up that that i find it amusing i have two frames i've been in modern drummer twice yeah i have two frames where that i cut the articles out and the, the the cover and all that shit it's all framed and it's all pretty they're in my garage I have no fucking idea what page number it's on. (laughs) I don't remember what section it's in. I don't even remember the issue. Right. And you're like, page twenty six. You'll find me in (laughs) my gear that I play. (laughs) That's awesome. Second
0: call. Yeah. Where am I going with this? You were going back and forth to Europe. Back and forth to Europe. Okay. So then we came And you played Sonosphere. We played Sonosphere. How many
1: people were in front of you? Probably You can't say there was only five people in front of you. Well, I mean it
0: was like two o'clock in the afternoon. There was probably I wanna say at the at the height of Sonosphere, there's probably I want to say like two hundred thousand people. It oh was yeah, in, it it's, was it's in Czech massive. Republic. It's massive. It's huge, huge festival. When we played, probably fifty thousand people.
1: So you played in front of fifty thousand people.
0: Yeah.
1: High five, the That That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's badass. Yeah.
0: So That's all beyond along, badass. So and 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 back home when we when we played shows, you know, it was it was more. It was still the three, the thing. I'm kidding. <laughs> the three, yeah. No, it'd be so. so I'm well, kidding. I'm kidding. The thing is, when I when I came back from Europe, we did a, a headliner show at Headliners mm-hmm. and like you know closed the place for like a private shows like us and uh, I think a band called Revocation or something and um oh, what was the other band it starts with an A? It's a really hard to say. Uh, Agn- or Agn- Axe Grinder we'll go with them yeah we'll go with Axe Grinder Yeah. <laughs> so I had no fucking clue uh, apparently someone brought up their name the other day I was like how do you know them anyway so, <laughs> so and then we did that and that was pretty cool and you know did a bunch of other shows and then a bunch of stuff happened and We and we dismembered that kind of ties into the, the stage moment kind of stuff
1: yeah mm, alright well and give, then, give us then, this story and then we'll do another story from the okay. stage in that section
0: so Uh, A couple members of the band got into drinking and stuff heavily and made a public display of it, and then they were gone, needless to say. That is the lamest fucking story ever.
1: You're going to have to give me some more details. You can't... Somebody made some stuff public, and then we all went home. (laughs) No, it doesn't work that way, fucker. So
0: what, dudes? And...
1: You know the rules of my show. You have listened to a few episodes. Yes. You do not have to throw anybody under the bus if you do not want to. All right, yeah. But you have to give more than... They made some drinking problems public. No, fuck that.
0: So we were in a public place, and one of the band members got out of their car and just dumped alcohol cans out everywhere and started shouting at people fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, screw you. I killed your parents and stuff. And like, yeah. And so. Yeah, that's grounds for firing. Yeah. (laughs) See, that was good. Yeah, that was gone.
1: I'm Um, I'm in for
0: that. Seeing that, our drummer left. He was like, I don't want to be a part of that. Bye. Mm.
1: But it wasn't even a dazed and confused moment, like fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, cool." fuck you.
0: Nope. It was just kind of It was just all fuck you's. I was like, I got Roadrunner Records on the phone, like wanting to wanting some music and stuff. He's like, nah, I'm good. We're we're leaving. you gotta go. People like that make me want to punch them in the throat. Yeah. So then it was just Greg and I and uh, at that moment, you know, then I got married and had a kid. He went off to, like, aviation school. And now he, like, builds planes for UPS and stuff. He's all smart sweet. Shit. Yeah, he's all smart. I got all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a beautiful daughter and everything, and then the marriage didn't work out so well. Uh, got a divorce and uh, moved back to Louisville. Started getting back into music again. Cause and that's when you
1: got into Don't Tell Me. I see the... I can fucking see the... I,
0: oh shit i did get into a cover band um called wild side
1: no not that one sonic epitaph
0: sonic epitaph yes See? Uh-huh. sonic epitaph Abit- i knew I, yeah. something i wasn't sonic epitaph for a little while that was pretty awesome we uh uh i think we that was we opened for a couple of big european bands as well
1: now, but that band was all original too
0: they were all original yeah okay. they so had I I mean, keyboards uh Oh man, they were a little great dark. great musicians though. Oh uh, yeah, every pool and and Poole and Donnie Poole, um, Dimitri Oblonsky. Um, are any of those guys doing anything anymore? Uh Dimitri actually recorded our most recent the our most recent little demo thing. Gotcha. Yeah. He's doing a lot of recording. I mean, awesome setup.
1: Right. I've never I didn't know anybody in that band. I just I remember seeing him once, and I think there was a bill. One of the forty-seven bands I was in, mm. Sonic Epitaph and us were on the same bill. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was my original band or if it was like you said at the beginning of the show. We were upstairs, y'all were downstairs. I don't right, fucking yeah. remember. I, I have no idea, but I know I've seen them. But uh, yes, yeah, I know I saw them back in the day. Yeah, I remember them being really good. But they were—I remember them being dark.
0: They're very dark. They were very uh, and I didn't symphonic. Realize,
1: yes, symphonic metal. Yeah. And I didn't realize you were in the band. Yeah. Until you brought it up one day, and I went, "You weren't in that band." But you had the purdy hair.
0: I had the pretty hair. I had that. Uh-huh. Lip and I can in pick on eyes. you because I done lost all my shit. I'm I getting. Know. I had purdy hair once. I thought about dry, like growing it out again, but I don't know. At it's this too much age. It might work be. At this age might be too much work, and the thinning has begun. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't feel sorry for you. Mm-hmm. Have you met my head? Yeah, yeah, I everybody's met it. met, I my met head.
0: It a couple of times. Yeah. So. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Yeah, let's get back on track. I'll decide if <laughs> the, I'm going to keep the, that or not. The broken track we're on anyway. <laughs>
1: um, now, what I cut you off about Wild Child. What, what was Wild Child?
0: So uh, Wild Child was a cover band that I was uh, invited to try out for. Um, Justin Kohlenberg was a guitar player. Uh, a couple other really good guys. And I was a singer I, I was like oh, I'm gonna go try singing You know Cause I sang with my band I had some singing You know Lessons and everything I knew how to sing Right In uh, Overthrown I was doing Lead guitar and singing So I couldn't do 100% of either one of them Gotcha So I was like Nah I'll give it a shot Why not uh, So I go in there And sing And like Immediately They called the other guy I was like We're good bro <laughs> <laughs> Not the to toot my own horn Or anything But that is exactly How it was It was like Nah uh, Maybe we're good yeah, so we edge. did a lot of yeah, uh, it happens. It was like a lot of um, like '80s hair metal stuff with a little bit of um, '90s kind of rock metal in there, like some Alice in Chains and stuff. Right. Um, but we mostly did stuff like uh, Molly Crew and everything. Never heard of them. I think we. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> until the no. I'm anyway, uh, <laughs> you know we. I think we came in second in this big like local cover band thing. Oh, nice. But um, no, it was really cool. Uh, I loved it. Um, you know, we sing a lot of Journey, a lot of... Uh, Never heard of them. Uh, poison? Is that a band? Maybe. Poisson? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there with your French connection. Ah, yeah. I see what I did there. Poisson! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. well, that's cool. Now, what
1: time period would that have been?
0: That was 2000... I want to say 2010... Wild Side was pretty cool. Was um, it Wild Child or Wild Side? Wild Side. So it was like the Motley Crew song. No, I, I, with, I
1: get it, but yeah. a few minutes ago I said Wild Child and you just kept running it, so now yeah, I, I look would, like a fool on my own show. I
0: just run with it. It's okay.
1: No, that's okay, because I kind of like it. <laughs> I I, I, I'm all it. about looking <laughs> like an Your name is idiot. Bob,
0: right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and if
1: you spell it backwards, it's <laughs> Bob. It's Bob. Look at me. Look <laughs> at me, I'm Bob. <laughs> look at me, I'm Bob. <laughs> So obviously you weren't in
0: Wild Side, very long. No, it went for about a year or two, I think. And then Sonic Epitaph was after that. Uh, it was in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was there was like I, I went from Overthrown to Wild Side to Sonic Epitaph back to Overthrown for a minute, and then and then it just there was there was a show that we kind of got back together with. We hired uh, which we Overthrown okay. Um uh, death angel came through one of my favorite, like thrash metal bands from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, and Terry Harper was like, we were emailing back and forth. He was like, Hey man, death angels coming through.
1: Was Pete Sandoval playing drums for them?
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm not a
1: huge death metal guy. Yeah. I've been a metalhead forever. It's my roots, but right. I'm fickle and weird about death metal, but Pete Sandoval, that dude's a fucking He's machine. He's amazing. just a beast. And first uh, time I ever saw him play, he had a full, double tier cage and yeah. the entire cage is swaying back and forth and I went yeah I'm not fucking with that dude <laughs> ever <laughs> not in drums not in life not in a dark not alley neither, no, no fuck that
0: so he was like all right like you guys would be perfect for death angel I mean match up perfectly you know we'd draw the same kind of crowd and everything right it'd be great um cuz there wasn't a lot of bands like us in Louisville like kind of thrash power metal bands right there was a lot of like uh, one side or the other. There was one like super death metal, just like cookie, cookie, cookie. Or there was like, <laughs> or the... <laughs> I love you for that. <laughs> or there was like the other spectrum where it's like <sighs> rainbows and sunshine. And so like, you I know, like we... the co- cookie, cookie, cookie. That was good. <laughs> and so we felt we kind of. I feel like we filled that void where you know like a band similar to like Megadeth or something came through. Right, We could draw that same type of crowd. So you didn't have like emo guys at Megadeth shows and they're all beating each other up. I wish my grass was emo, it would cut itself. (laughs) Sorry. I haven't heard that one. That was pretty good. So
1: one of my students told me that (laughs) 10 years ago, five years ago, told me a long time ago. He came in and he says, squirrel story. He came in and he said, he did. uh, I wish my grass was emo. So it would cut itself. And he busted out laughing, and then he left the lesson. Like, he didn't even come back. It's like, like I just wanted to tell that joke. That kid wins forever. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. So, anyway. That's the, <laughs> the biggest reason why I've never forgotten it is because the way he did it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: That's pretty
1: epic. And I think, I think he was 13 or 14. Yeah. He was fantastic. It's like oh, that, Lord. That kid's my
0: fucking hero. Anyway, carry on. So, we emailed back and forth and he was like, "Hey man, uh, you know, we have this Death Angel show coming through with with Lazarus AD, who is an up-and-coming band from um I believe like Wisconsin or something." You said it wrong. Wisconsin. Thank you. <laughs> Wisconsin. It's from Wisconsin. It's from Wisconsin. And you know, we've we've heard of them before too just from like looking up like bands and stuff. Right and uh so we're like oh man i'd love to but we don't have a drummer or a bass player right this is greg and i i was like let me see what i can pull together there we were looking for a drummer for uh the show which death angel is headlining right and we're going back and forth with terry harper uh and i told him i was like look man we don't have a drummer we don't have a bass player and he's like see if you can put something together yeah see if you can put something together uh, Scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. You know, Jack Morley decided to come in and do this show with us. I was like, "Great, we have a bass player who knows our shit." Right. <laughs> and uh, always a plus. Yeah, always a plus. And literally the day before, did you just use the L word. Literally, the day. I hate when people say literally before they say
1: something. What jackass? Wow, you don't pay attention to my show at all. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here!
0: <laughs> I did say the L word. I'm sorry. I love you. How about now that word?
1: No, you don't. I <laughs> oh. do. You don't. So... You literally <laughs> don't love me. Fucker.
0: So there That's were...
1: That's how the L word is used on this show. It literally! No, not that bad. Oh. That was just... That was that
0: literally, show. little hobbit. <laughs> I've lost control of you, sir. <laughs> so, the water is tainted. The day before, well, maybe like three or four days before, we get a call. Hey, I got a drummer. Here you go. He's awesome. Do this guy. I'm like, okay. So, we sent him our stuff like right. three days before. We sent him like four or five songs to learn. I just play four or five songs. We're you know opening up for this band, and we probably only have like 45 minutes or something, like 30 minutes or something. Um, he's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I got it. Sweet. Okay, cool. When can we get together and practice them? And like the next day, like the day before the show, he's like, Come over to my place, we'll practice. It'd be awesome. So we go to his place, Brandon Cunningham, and uh, set up. He counts off one, two, three. We start the songs. We go through all five songs without a hitch. We're like, Great, you're in. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> we set up, we go to the show. And, uh, yeah, he knocked it out of the park. And that was our nice. last live show with Overthrown. So why
1: didn't you pr- try to put it back together after that?
0: Uh, I, not I, interested I, at that point. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah, I mean, Jack more laughed, left, you know, it was just kind of a, kind of a one thing, one time thing. Uh, it was really hard to kind of get it back rolling again. Um, no, that makes, that makes sense.
1: I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm with
0: it. Yeah. The, just the momentum wasn't there anymore. You know, we still had the outside of Kentucky support. Right. But it was kind of hard to get there without a full band. Um, and then it just kind of, yeah, it just kind of dispersed. Uh, I went and got married. You know, Greg went and did his thing. Right. Um, now, what
1: are you doing now?
0: Uh, right now. Um,
1: Besides jumping on stage every now and then with me. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So
0: fast forward a bunch of years to last year.
1: Yeah, nobody gives a shit that you got married and had a kid. Nobody fucking cares. No one I'm cares about that stuff. Yeah.
0: No, no, it really totally is kidding. Stupid. Um, I've only
1: met your daughter once, but her videos are awesome. She's amazing. Any child that can headbang to ACDC, yeah, I'm um, in. She's good, good. Yeah, she's awesome.
0: Rami, how old is she now, though? Remy Preston, you're
1: awesome. You're the bomb. How you're old, old bomb. is she? She is I don't five. Actually know.
0: Five. Okay. Yeah, she'll turn six in November. So fast forward, and uh, I start getting wanting to get back into music. I'm. Mm-hmm. Um, My own person, I'm single. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to get back into music. Start buying guitars. I start, you know, relearning all this old stuff that I haven't done in a while. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, what we didn't tell everybody was Mm -hmm. who is responsible for you and I meeting.
0: Oh, Mr. Joey Goldsmith. Hi, buddy. Hey, buddy. If you're listening. He better
1: be here. I'm going to kick his big ass.
0: Yeah, I'll kick his ass.
1: I only say big ass because he's taller than me, but everybody's taller than me.
0: I'm going to be in a cabin in the woods with you soon. We're so here, I'm gonna with get you Joey. With Joey. Yeah. We'll be in a cabin in the woods, probably naked. <laughs> I'm coming for you, buddy. When are we leaving?
1: Uh notice I said we.
0: Yeah. Sometime in the end of June, I believe.
1: Oh well we we'll had to kick his ass way before June. Oh right? yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. I'll kick his ass tomorrow. Sweet. <laughs> At lunch or something. Yes. <laughs>
1: Okay, so anyway, it is Joey who introduced us. Yeah, and for and those of our my peoples that hang with me every week, mm-hmm. a smoking bass player, stupid good bass player. I did not know how good he was till the first time I played with him, and we've been butt, but I mean, we've been hanging out and playing, trying to play butt buddies. Wait, what? Uh, Fuck. Why does the butt keep coming up? <laughs> Cause he's just—he's <laughs> so good. He's so good.
0: The way his fingers just gently glide. Across my bot the strings, the, bo- the body of the bass. I mean my body. I mean the strings. Damn it!
1: I <laughs> got carried away. Damn no, it. Joey. So I I'm super particular about bass players. Obviously, drummer. Yeah. Um, but that's not. I'm not particular in the traditional sense. Right. I'm particular because I'm more of a melodic drummer. Mm-hmm. Which when I tell people that, they go,
2: "Huh? I ain't book my Fan. Huh?
0: Yes, as a guitar player, I even know you can tune drums.
1: Well, there is that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, but <laughs> I I tend to lean towards the melodic side of things mm-hmm. when I'm playing, in, especially in original stuff. Right. But point is, when Joey and I first time we ever hooked up and played together, it was just it was magic, magical, with very magical. Yeah. Thing. Yep. Yep. And then our schedules keep not working out, but we will play together. Oh yeah, definitely. like you and I will play together. So back to you. Enough so about Joe. Was. fuck him.
0: <laughs> Screw Joey, he'll have his chance. Uh
1: you had your chance, pal. You blew it.
0: So there I was, this guy. I cut all my hair off because I had to get a job because I wasn't making money doing music anymore.
1: Mm. If you want to be with me. Oh, me. Um uh,
0: and uh see how well we worked together? <laughs> that was pretty weird that I can't believe I actually did that. I
1: may have to edit that out. We'll see
0: what happens. <laughs> Carry on. And uh so there I was, I cut all my hair off, no one really recognized me anymore. Um, and I, you know, that's cool. I was flying under the radar, just kind of practicing, getting my chops back up. I was talking to Joey and he told me you guys had a thing going on. Mm -hmm. We did. We did. And,
1: um, and that's how you and I met. Yeah. He, he, he brought you to rehearse the one day. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's say it like a 12 year old. He brought you to practice one day. We went to band practice. We went to band practice. In the basement. In the basement. (laughs) It really was a basement. It was cool. It was cool. No, but that's that's cool. Um, I didn't realize that you had done all the stuff that you have done until, I guess, a couple months ago. You and I, you came out to a show, or we 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 might have all went out. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. You and I were talking, and you said something about playing Sonosphere and I went, oh, uh-huh?
0: uh-huh? What the fuck do you mean you played Sonosphere And then I you told me little uh, little little like bracelet things they give you. Oh, from Sunnyside. Yeah, yeah. Nice, pretty sweet. It's like locked away in a little thing. Nice. It's like look, look at you it. with your little keep thick box. So we we're like basically we we're at the peak of like doing something super awesome in music, and it just all fell apart. And so we kind of went out of the radar for a few years. And... Uh,
1: well, I think uh, when I say what I'm about to say, when I say things like what I'm about to say, people always accuse me of being a jaded asshole, and yeah. it doesn't come from a place of jadedness. It, it's it's honesty. I yeah. think there's. Way more of us that have gone through that shit. Yeah. Gotten so fucking close and for whatever reason. It just didn't work. just didn't work. I think there's way more of us than people realize. I'm in that boat. Yeah. I've never talked about it on the show, but I turned down Crossfade. How fucking dumb am I? Now granted, they're not doing anything anymore. Right. But at the time, they weren't Crossfade. They were a band called Sugar Daddy Superstar from Mm -hmm. Columbia, South Carolina. I was in a band called S-Tribe. We played together all the time. Yeah. Played a lot of the same bills. They were getting signed by Columbia Records. Matt Pinfield was their A&R guy. And their singer had approached me. I don't remember when. Time period was early two thousand, Like 2000, 2001. Early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, and he said, hey man, we're getting signed, but our drummer can't go. Uh, he doesn't want to do it or couldn't do it. I don't remember the circumstances because I'm fucking old and I've done a lot of shit. And I can't remember <laughs> anything. But the point is, he offered me the spot in Sugar Daddy Superstar. It's like, we're yeah. getting signed. We need a drummer. Sweet. And we want you. We've seen you play. We're all friends. We know each other. So I turned it down because my band was being looked at by Sony. Right. Legitimately being looked at by Sony. We. I'm. Everybody in Columbia, South Carolina at that time, we were all getting looked at or signed. Right. Because Hootie came out of there. Hootie, so yeah. when Hootie and Bloodfish blew up, I mean, everybody that had any clout was kind of looking at Columbia going, what the fuck else is down there? Then Edwin McCain got signed. Mm-hmm. And he blew up. A yep. uh, band called Dylan Fence. Um, they never got huge, huge. In the southern region, they were huge. But they were another one that, that all these bands just started coming out. Right. The Columbia, South Carolina area. So we were all, look, oh, yeah, we're all going to get signed. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do this. And two months after I turned down Sugar Daddy Superstar, my singer came in and said, yeah, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> And all the songs were his, basically. Yeah. He was the pretty much the main songwriter. So he leaves, and in my head, and I even wrote this in the book, I know this is not a, an actual, real, legitimate timeline, but in my head it seemed like two weeks yeah. after he moved to Texas, Crossfade was on the radio with that hit they had, Cold. Yeah. I have, and you can't see it from where you're
0: sitting, but yeah, like all my He's recording CDs, his basement or something. Yeah, like that, yeah,
1: I have the the original first record, Of Sugar Daddy Superstar, which is all the same songs. Yeah. What they did was they just took that record that he had. The singer's name is Ed. I forget his last name. Right. They took this record that he had and just remastered it and repressed it and And repackaged it and released it. Put it out. Yeah. And put it out. It's a great record. I'm not busting on any of it, but I'm going. I'm bandless. The band that offered me the shits on the fucking radio, they're going on Ozfest and I got nothing. Yeah. Long story for me to say, I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I fucking get it. Ooh, that reminds me. Speaking of the cold thing, there's this there's this thrash metal band that blew up really fast, and that's another thing. I think for us, everything happened way too fast. I I can and see that we weren't really ready to take the bull by the horns and everything, and it just it just kind of passed they're, us by almost. Right yeah. there,
1: there I don't, and I'm not going to tell any of the stories, but I know of a, of a few instances where shit happened too fast. And you just did, they didn't the guys didn't know what to do, and it was yeah. like fuck it, I quit, I can't do this. Yeah, because I I I mean, I was
0: doing it. I was managing. I was doing it. We, you know. Right. We didn't have time to do anything because everything was like, oh, come here, come here, come here, come here. Like, okay.
1: Right. No, I get it.
0: So, uh, so, you know, a couple years after everything kind of dismantled and everything, this band called Sanctity, look them up. They have a badass album called Road to Bloodshed. Great, upbeat, super awesome thrash metal you could sing to. Um, They, their singer, Jared, had a kid and, uh. Uh, we, we played a show with them or something in at headliners and I got to talk with their drummer and, uh, who was supposed to do, uh, studio stuff with us. Right. Um, ended up not working out for whatever reason, but they invited me out there to, uh, the drummer, he, you know, he, Hey, I know your style. So like us, we're looking for a singer right. for our new, new album and everything. I was like, I'm in, I, I didn't even <laughs> think about it. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Hi, let's go. I'm good. here. Yeah. They're from Asheville, North Carolina.
1: Very pretty city.
0: Yeah, and uh, so me and my buddy uh, Ben Burris got in the car immediately. We we're like, "Yeah, we'll be there tomorrow." They're like, "Great, <laughs> cool," because it was like like Friday. They were gonna practice Saturday. They're like, "Come in, just jam with us or whatever." Right. So we got in the car, drove most beautiful drive. Did you go the back way? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, so we met up with them at a subway. <laughs> like these guys that like I idolize, they're all in like the gym shorts and stuff, and like we hang up at subway for a little bit, talk. We went to this huge storage unit with all their equipment, all their touring gear and everything and uh, busted out like three or four songs or something like that just kind of jammed them really hard. They gave me some, you know, like try this, try, you know, try in flames type voice, you know, try whatever. And uh it went really well. And they're all like, man, we loved it. That's awesome. And I was ready to move to North Carolina. I nice. was like, yeah, they were signed with Roadrunner Records. They were touring the world like, this let's, is it. Yeah, let's here go. It is. Let's do it. Get back home. Like three days later, they all dismembered. <laughs> it just everybody just went their separate ways. How like, the no! fuck you gonna
1: have a deal on Roadrunner and then just yeah. end your band?
0: Yeah, everybody. Everybody was just like, man. Eh.
1: Now I'm depressed. I now I don't want to be a musician anymore. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Good thing I'm just a dumber. But it was cool. But now here I am, and I'm happy. I'm doing music again. Um. And, uh, and, and yeah, we'll get to all that kind of stuff.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you're going to have some stuff coming out and you and I may or may not have something cooking.
0: Yes. I've been, uh, kind of talking with you and possibly Joey Goldsmith, if he wants to do it. And, uh, yeah, uh, Greg and I have got back together and are writing again. Uh, we're going to keep a couple of our old songs, the right. ones that like went over really well and, uh, and write a bunch of new stuff get some feel with some other musicians. And uh, uh, we want to finally record a full album. We've never recorded, everything went so fast, we never had time to record an album. We had a demo right. with a few songs on it. Right. Um, but we want to record a full album. Uh, I think Greg and I are going to record the guitar tracks with our, uh, with our studio and then just do drums and vocals elsewhere.
1: And bass. Don't forget about bass.
0: Do we have to have bass? Well, there wasn't justice for all. I, I was, oh, uh, you. <laughs> you
1: fucker, you I got to it, it. it. I got it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Shut.
0: <laughs> See, great minds think alike, though. You're know saying it? Anyway, so, I I so yes, know. that's the plan. Basically, as of right now, all we really want to do is because Terry Harper's been blowing us up. Hey, right? oh, I got this metal band coming through. Can you put some stuff together? I'm like, bro. So, when a band comes through they need a good opener, Basically, this came out of us going to see bands we love, and the openers just completely sucking. <laughs> like, I feel like, and I don't know if they're from Louisville or not. I just feel like all these like local support bands and local bands. <laughs> it's been garbage. Oh my god, I'm not naming any bands. I don't. I don't even know who they are. But I'm like, man, dude, like, like it's it's almost ruins because it the opening bands don't even. They're not even in the same ballpark. Right. Like We had, like, Isterth came through. This, like, American power metal band. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, they've been around for a They've been for a around minute. for the 80s, since the 80s. Like yeah. And then uh, Sanctuary, the singer from Sanctuary died, and so they had these guys from a band called Winterfell uh, sing for them. The guy nailed it. It was awesome. So we got to see a legendary band open up for another legendary band. Right. And then there was just just garbage Local support band. It was just nowhere near the same type of music, and, and and like you look around and see the vibe. I'm looking around like there's people here. <laughs> look at these people. Look at all the people in my office. Yeah, and you you look around like the vibe. they are just like, oh, well, let's go get a beer. Let's go, you know, buy some t-shirts and stuff. And I'm like, man, like, dude, let's let's be the good opening act. You know, no, I get. You know, it. we have an audience to play to. <laughs> You know, the There's audience is already maker. there. We don't have to go around playing, you know, garbage shows trying to build an audience or anything. The audience is already there. We just want to be a good support for good bands. Every once in a while I'll get a call. Hey, would you like to play this show? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. No, oh, I get it. And that's Makes kinda sense. that's kinda at least right now that's pretty much what we want to do is play some good metal. Um, you know You gotta say it like Rob Halford. Metal. We ought to play some good metal. Metal <laughs> And, uh, and just kind of, you know, play a good band, see if people are still into it, and go from there, you know? No, I dig it. I dig it. So I think, uh, I think you know, fans of Iced Earth and Megadeth and all them, I think they'd really dig our stuff. You know, for me, these... I hate it. I think it's garbage. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a total lie. It's not garbage. But if we had
0: a good drummer, I think it would sound amazing.
1: I think it would sound better than that fucking drum machine shit you showed me. <laughs> it was, yeah. That Again, was I'm good, lying because it was good. Because that's was, what I yeah, said when good. you showed it to me. I went... That's a drum machine? And you went, yeah, and I fucking programmed it. And I went, <laughs> all right, I'll give you props. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. It was all right. Yeah. So let's move on to social media issues. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so what do you got for me? What do you got for social media issues? You were a little
0: excited when I brought this up earlier. (laughs) Dude, like... So, you know the world has passed you by when nine-year-olds are on YouTube cussing at their parents making $500,000 a year. Like... Yeah, that's a good
1: point. I saw a meme the other day. Not to cut you off, but this just popped in my head. Some... And I'll say it, because I don't give a fuck. Some fat kid... Very fat kid with green body paint. I saw that was jumping around in the woods. Yeah, and underneath it, it said, "This fucker makes more money. More than money you. than you." <laughs> I think I posted I, that. <laughs> it might have been you, actually. <laughs> I, think I, I said
0: that. I was How like, "How does
1: that make you feel about oh your life?" Oh my god, dude! Like, anyway, carry on. I interrupted
0: no, you. No, but I mean, you. that's that's. I mean, you know, you got Facebook, and you know, um, you, you got people. Uh, posting their selfies and doing all that kind of stuff, whatever. Um, It is what it is. I think, you know, the social media is a good platform for business and a good way to spread the word without physically spreading the word. You know, the old-fashioned way. You don't have to hop in the van, go around, hand out stuff. Anyway, uh, but, man, like, the whole... I feel like it's a social epidemic where...
1: Or a social handicap.
0: Or a handicap, yeah. So, or a social blocker, yeah, like a fit, like a physical, or a like,
1: social crutch. I like, can keep going,
0: like you and I sitting here <laughs> having a conversation, and it, like I feel like a lot of people can't do that. You know, I go out to restaurants with my girlfriend Nina, who's in Maui. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> she's hot. <laughs> she's super hot, and she's probably naked in the beach somewhere. <laughs> anyway, uh, where's your phone? You need to pull them pictures up. I turn my phone off to be, Damn you know, it. social. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. You go out uh, to a restaurant or something, and so some, you know, you're looking around, and everybody's on their phone, not even like communicating with each other. And oh, it's I like, know. dude, like have a conversation with the person you're with, you I know. know. And uh, and then the whole YouTube thing, you know, some of the YouTube things pretty cool. You know, they they got some good ideas going out there, and they're making some money doing it and stuff. But like little hey hey or whatever the hell her name is like literally a nine-year-old goes around like cussing at other kids and like flicking off her parents and like beating up you know christians and stuff i don't know (laughs) and like she waves around like she's just making all this money and here i am like working my ass off like you know trying to do something i love and everything and i'm like that's like what kids are growing up viewing what success is oh absolutely and I just How feel about like
1: the the uh, Cash Me Outside girl?
0: And the Cash Me Outside now she's like this big rapper, like who got
1: a multi million dollar deal? God, con- yeah, a big ass contract. Can't, you get multi million dollar deals for real amazing musicians. So yeah, but and, you can get it for some country bumpkin dumb bitch who yeah. said some shit that was exactly kind of funny on TV.
0: Yeah, they just <sighs> like. And that's the thing. That's what is augmenting. you depressed me twice today. Thanks. <laughs> well, that's what's like augmenting people's views of reality. They're, you Absolutely. know, that's what they're going to go for instead of actually being talented. You know, they're going to be like, oh, well, talent doesn't get you anywhere. I'm going to go cuss out Jim Carrey or something, you know, like or the, 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 so the kid, the blonde kid who like walked around Japan, like, you know, yelling at everybody and whatever. And I mean, he's no longer famous. Who cares? But uh I don't know like I'm like on the fence still with social media. You know, I think it's a good way to get whatever you're trying to do out there. Right. It's just there's a lot of shit being thrown out there to the point where you know, that's what people are striving for. They're striving for the dumbass shit instead of actually talented stuff. So the talented stuff's not getting heard.
1: I had a student a couple of days ago who I go through this every week with all my kids. Did you do your homework? Yes, no, maybe. Sort of, kind of, whatever, whatever their answer is. Right. This one kid said no. And I said, as I normally do, I give him shit about it. I'm like, well, what did you do instead of doing your homework? And he he proceeds, and I legitimately don't remember the person's name, but he proceeds to tell me that he's been watching this YouTube series about this dude who lives his life. I will repeat that. A YouTube series about a dude who lives his life. Basically, there's some fucking it. it's Roman something. It's Roman something. Anyway, I don't even want to give this guy a plug. Roman
0: candles are cool.
1: Roman candles are cool. (laughs) Have you ever seen a German Shepherd chase a Roman candle? (laughs) You should look it up on YouTube. You should look it up on YouTube. (laughs) Feed into their into their ad revenue. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway, this guy basically just films him his life, him and his wife and his kid. Yeah, just doing shit, and he's got. Multi millions oh, yeah. of views, yeah, it's which insane. means he's getting lots of ad we did, revenue. We did the math, but the point is, to, yeah. before you to get to the math thing, this kid, my student, didn't practice or do his homework. No, do my he homework it like a sitcom, bro yeah, yeah, because he's watching this dude quote live his life on
0: YouTube. It's like what ha- what happens to your life? Like live your life, what the dude.
1: It drives me batshit. So I you did know. the math on what? what so what we mean? did
0: the math on like the whole ad revenue thing, and it comes out to. Roughly $2,000 per million views or something like that. I saw a video the other day that had, you know, 10 million views on it. One right. video. So, you know, that's what? 2000 that's $20,000 on that one video. And then he's got a 100 million videos or some You know what I mean? Right. So... I understand, like, you know, that's a way to make money. Go ahead and go. I get it. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. However you can make money and not
1: have to break your back, I'll say it here now, I'm all for it. Yeah. What bugs me about it, since we're talking about it, is when you have a talentless fucking hack. Yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> who can't, doesn't know whether to shit or wind his watch. Mm-hmm. But he's a millionaire because he slapped some green
0: paint on him and made a fucking joke. Yeah. And that's not even funny. Because it's been shared so much, that's yeah. what people think success is nowadays. Or, like, yep. I'm not saying everybody, I'm just no, saying. No,
1: like I, I get what you're saying. The general confusion is, is a blanket statement. Yeah. I get
0: it. Instead of doing constructive, hey, let's go on YouTube and make stupid shit and hurt ourselves and. See if we can make some money. Let's right. eat some Tide Pods or snort condoms. Why don't you take the Tide Pod, shove it in the condom, stick it up your ass, and sniff some cow shit. There you go. You know what, Tide? Now, this is a message to Tide. Here you go. Make the Tide Pods stronger, okay? I don't want my clothes to be dirty coming out of the out of the out of the wash because some idiot kid got a hold of a tide pod and ate it and died. Fuck that kid you know what I actually like what is it called uh, natural selection <laughs> we don't have we don't have to have euthanasia this is taking care of it for us I what? like fuck yeah. Like you ever heard of, you ever heard of a comedian named Bill Burr yes I love Bill Burr
1: Bill Burr I'm about whole- to go in my Bill Burr accent <laughs> Bill
0: Burr. Ah, you know fuck him
1: <laughs> yes, fuck I, the kids let them I die thought- lions don't do that shit (laughs)
0: lions don't do that shit he talks about that (laughs) he does
1: hey we need a
0: plague yeah remember when he was talking about that lions are not like hey you know maybe you know tone down on the gazelle a little bit you know we're thinning the herd too much no fuck them they go after the fucking head gazelle and they fucking kill the bitch (laughs) you know if you're if you're a parent and you can't fuck you know if you're a parent and you can't stop your kids from getting to the tide pods you fucking join them. <laughs> Eat a Tide Pod yourself, you stupid bitch. Anyway, sorry. That was horrible. Okay. You need to calm down. All right. I got it all out. I got it all <laughs> That was exciting.
1: That was exciting. You, you can think about that and tell me if you want me to keep it or not. <laughs> I don't care.
0: Uh, we can get into religion and all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, no. Three no.
1: things I don't talk about on this show. Politics, religion, sports. Good. Good. Thank God. Not happening.
0: Thank God. Let's talk about metal.
1: All right, fine. So let's move on to stories from the stage. Stories. What is it with you fuckers? Always talking. <laughs>
0: there's no. There's no. Like I forget. There's music here.
1: I like it when you motherfuckers try to come over and take over my shit. And then no, when you leave, you go, "Oh yeah, he edits the whole thing. He edits yes. the whole fucking
0: thing out." Yes, I guess did. what, Ryan? <laughs> your your show was ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you got? Oh me? man, uh, let's mean, go to the I don't. I don't man. know if
1: anything can top you playing Sonisphere because that's fucking amazing. That was pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. I'm going with amazing. No, you know it was, it was fucking. It was fucking amazing. Country? Yeah, that's fucking amazing, amazing, dude. It was pretty fucking amazing. Don't belittle that one. No, that's no, that's fucking that, amazing.
0: And I don't blow up anything, but that was pretty fucking cool.
1: I've played in front of 10, 11 or 12,000, 10,000 somewhere's in there is my biggest crowd I've ever played yeah. in front of, and that was fucking amazing to me. Yeah. I think there's like, I can't imagine 50,000. I mean, a, I've seen a bazillion pictures over the years of Yeah stage what that would look like but yeah and of course there was different nobody, when you're there
0: there was nobody over there that knew us so we don't have any video or anything i have right. the the band pass or whatever right uh there is a video clip on youtube of me uh joining one of the bands at the after party there was like an after party show thing gotcha. at this little bar that one of the french uh, band from france went to and got us up on stage did we, they have croissants no they did have croissants croissants and uh and we we sang a bunch of like covers with him. It was really Oh cool. nice. Very cool. Um but uh okay, let's, so anyway. let's go back to the beginning of Overthrown. We were at this place called Twice Told, way out in Oldham County somewhere. And uh Ben Christ, who was who was the singer before I joined. Right. He was the the big guy, he was like Yeah,
1: I read that long ass biography. It took me a couple times to get through it because I fell asleep. He wrote that. <laughs> My Jesus way. Pete that thing was long yeah
0: and uh
1: it, I didn't say it wasn't good
0: it no, was no it, it was I was actually surprised how well written it was it was a book yeah and uh and so we're, we're we're playing as as exempt I think is what our name was at the time and and Ben Christ was there he was kind of our hype man he would yeah fucking exempt over fuck yeah he looked like this big Viking motherfucker he'd wear this like weight belt and run around and slap kids with it oh him. my god <laughs> And, uh, that's why no one went to our shows. No. Let me tell you something, brother, brother. Yeah, brother. And, uh, ended up getting, f- like, in a fight with one of the other dudes in another band because, um, uh, you know, he was, like, starting a mosh pit. And this guy was like, hey, man, you can't mosh in here. And he was like, fuck you! And picked him up and threw him through the fucking table. <laughs> 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 and, like, and they're like rolling all around. We're just sitting there like, yeah, like yeah, this is fucking awesome. And like they've like pulled the plug on the whole show and like shut it down and everything. And we're we're still playing with our stage volume. And I'm just like yelling out to the crowd, like bah!
1: That's fucking funny. It was
0: hilarious. Uh man. Ugh. God, we have so many good stage shows. I think there's actually a video on YouTube of us playing at the Thunderdome. They opened it up for like it was a little the while
1: First up. Thunderdome or the second the Thunderdome? I
0: don't know. The second maybe? The second one, maybe? Because I, I played the second one. The second one. It was the second one. They had like a fan on the floor and stuff. It was actually pretty cool. They had like a little VIP room up there. And yeah, stuff. and
1: the big picture of Gene Simmons Paged Gene it on Simmons, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was the second time around. Because so I sec- didn't live here when it was open the first time. Right, right. It, was and it didn't s- last long now. It's a Mexican club. Exactly. Yeah. Or is it a Mexican restaurant?
0: Well, it uh half of it was a Mexican club while it was Thunderdome. Oh, was it? Yeah, you had like go through the back and everything. It was a Mexican club. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. you're right. You're
1: right. You're right. You're right. And uh, uh, it didn't last very long
0: though. No, no, no. I think the it's it was a cool all, room though. It was. It was. It was. A cool I thought it was a play, cool room. But we were smashed and like running into each other and stuff, and it, it, that was kind of crazy. Uh, there was a sex swing upstairs, and we decided to get on the <sighs> there sex. Was swing. Was a sex swing up there? I yeah. remember that. And uh, there was a lot of what one could call uh. Uh, homo-erotic things going on <laughs> <laughs> to the point where we caused such a, such a ruckus upstairs that we took <laughs> everyone that was watching the band was coming up to see what the hell we were doing <laughs> and so like no one was watching I got nothing that's why I'm not saying anything and th- there was a, we, I mean there was like you know Jägermeister and, and Whiskey were right. involved now dude I, and like, I ain't judging you I have to <laughs> yeah Oh, it was a bunch of weird shit. shit. I think Ben and I were scissoring on the sex swing and there was some weird stuff going on. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Is there pictures of that? Actually, there is. Oh my God. Yes. yes! Yeah, there are, there are pictures of that. Uh, Hard oh, copies or digital copies? Uh, they're on the internet. Oh, <laughs> they're on the old interwebs. You're, oh, you're El fucking Oh, blackmail. Here we go. <laughs> uh, oh, what was the, the, the biggest one I was thinking? Of, we were at Phoenix Hill, mm-hmm. upstairs, roof garden. Which band? Uh, we were playing Overthrown, okay. so it was Overthrown. Um, my cousin, I'm gonna name drop this motherfucker. My cousin Robert was playing drums for us, and um, hi,
1: cousin Robert. Hi. Um, there
0: were there was some good acts on that. Some good local acts on that show. Uh, uh, let's see, Overthrown was the biggest one, um, obviously. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Centerfold. He has no ego, kids. I have no ego. I think Centerfold was there. Uh, Sonic Epitaph was there. Uh, I think Heaven Hill was playing Downstairs. Who the fuck's that band? I don't know. Some bunch of douches. (laughs) Douches with bad haircuts. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Maybe not. Maybe no hair. There was one dude with hair. I I, I don't (laughs) know whether to laugh or punch you. I'm debating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why is it always going to be hair jokes? Why is it always going to
1: be hair jokes? Why is it going to be hair
0: jokes? So so we were playing. I think, I, I think we were actually... Hold up. Yeah.
1: So Heaven Hill was downstairs.
0: I think so. And yeah. you
1: were in all these bands upstairs, and you just said that Overthrown was the biggest thing there?
0: Oh, man. We were huge at the time. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Okay. We were the biggest band upstairs. Okay? We were like... Shut up. I don't even know. If, I, don't, I don't know. If Heaven Hill was there. I don't know Anyway, so we're getting ready to play. You know, we're the last band to play upstairs. I like the way you backpedal. That was good. I know it was pretty sweet. That was good. I still had my hair. Oh uh, God, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> uh, I still have the power to edit. You do. Um, so keep fucking with me. <laughs> I love you, man. I yeah, that's you. what I thought. So. So no, there we were kidding. we're getting we're playing a show we're halfway through the set fucking people are into it it's awesome we actually like there was a little mosh going on and there's some chicks like making out on the side and everything and they're like this is pretty sweet I'm thinking, like doing the guitar so I'm like hey check out these chicks and uh, all of a sudden Greg and I were doing this little harmony thing pretty sweet guitar harmonies like do 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 and all of a sudden the drums stopped and like we're just we keep going with it, like, doo, 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 it'd be okay. Because we're like right next to each other and we got to focus on what the hell we're doing because there's pretty complicated. Right. And we're like, where the fuck are the drums? So we go back to the rhythm section, we turn around, there's no drummer on the drums. We're like, what the fuck? So like, we, we kind of stop. We're like, Robert, has anyone seen our drummer? <laughs> he had gotten so wasted, he completely flipped off the back of his drum set, off of his throne. Fell onto the floor, rolled back, and fell off the back of the stage, where the little pre stage little area was. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. flipped back in there, hit his head on the little tree thing, and, like... Oh, oh. motherfucker. <laughs> and, and here we are, finish. like, in the middle of... It. Yeah, we haven't finished our set. We're sitting there... <laughs> and so, like, it was so fucked right, right then. We were laughing and everything. I was like... Hold on, I got this. I had a guitar pedal with a drum machine on it, I hit the drum machine, and we finished the song. And we're like, "Fuck it, we're out." Night. <laughs> well, at least you finished the song. When we found out before we went on stage, Robert, my cousin, this was this was pretty early. This was like 2005 or something like that. He wasn't even 21 yet, so he couldn't really even be in there when we weren't playing. Well, he was, and he was trying to get drinks. Well, he to get got a, too many drinks. Well, to get a drink. He was like, "Well, uh, if I what if I snort this uh, snort this tequila off the bar and squeeze lemon juice in my eye and like oh. something other like shit?" Or they came up with it, and so he ended up doing it and ended up passing out on the stage and flipping behind his drum set. I don't know this dude, and I know he's apparently related to you, but uh, he's now a bass player. <laughs> he's what? He's now a bass player. I, I don't care if he's a ball player. Yeah, he was like. We're like, you're done. <laughs> to uh, snort tequila off of a bo- Yeah, I, remember, I can't remember the, the... He deserved to hit his fucking head. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Oh, yeah he, yeah. he deserved it. He hit his head hard. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> that was a good time. I
1: need some ibuprofen,
0: please. Yeah, Please. Yeah. So we had we had we had some good times on stage. Uh, apparently. A lot of drunken stuff. I think there was some fireworks at one of them. Something exploded. We had like a fog machine malfunction, and like spit water on everybody in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when
1: shit malfunctions.
0: <laughs> Why
1: isn't this fucking working? Why isn't this going? Uh oh,
0: we had a strobe. We had this one section of the song called Utopia where the strobe light went so like went pretty insane. Uh kinda of like with the drums and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, a girl ended up having like a seizure during our show and everything and like Stacy and I have a friend
1: like that. If she yeah. gets if it strobe lights go off too much, she makes her makes her she's out kind of go
0: crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that was pretty cool. Um Wisconsin was a good show. That Wisconsin. was actually, that was actually a, a show that went well. <laughs> <laughs> We had a lot of good shows. That's just you know, uh, yeah. But the bad ones are so much. The more bad fun. ones are so much more fun. Exactly. Well, at least to talk about, they're not fun at the time. No, no. Uh, what,
1: Retrospectively, uh, they're funny. Uh,
0: we ended our show opening for Testament with uh, with Megadeth's. Oh, peace sells. Peace sells, but who's buying? And uh, so we ended with that. We did a cover of that, and like the people like going up to see the main band. Like all stopped, and like we just had this flood of people singing. Nice, yeah, peace sells, and it that was really, good. really cool. That's good. Um, yeah, that was a couple, couple stories from the stage, mm-hmm. bro.
1: Man, you just broed me. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking just broed me.
0: <laughs> Am I the first bro? <sighs> Did I do the first bro? I think so yes I think that was my did. goal from the beginning was to throw a bro in there well you've thrown a few of them I just I tried <laughs> in to the back me, of my head I'm gonna edit this shit
1: out <laughs> no it wasn't that it was just trying to let him slide by and then you just
0: the way you just put I, the dirt on that last oh, one that you man. said you were like bro I had the whole thing from the beginning bro just throw that bro in there
1: <laughs> that's it we're moving on to what am I listening to Maybe I won't put music this time. Maybe I'll just fucking... <laughs>
0: just the, let this motherfucker go. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> There'll be five maybe I'll put it you, solo. five minutes of usable footage. Of <laughs> <laughs> maybe foot, Footage. with what, Footage. Where's the fucking video camera?
2: <laughs> Shut up.
0: Oh, what am I listening to? There's a great band from Canada called Unleash the Archers. Holy hell, they're amazing. Uh, power metal, uh, chick, front singer she can sing. It's super melodic Chick Front singer. Chick Front Chick singer. Chick Front Front Chick Front lead singer. <laughs> and uh I love you. So she bro bro. Oh man. Man, god, they're so good. They're uh their first three albums uh, me personally, I have a bunch of friends that think they're really good. Me personally, I wasn't too like into it. Right. Their latest album called Awakening. What's is the name is of the f- band again? Unleash the Archers. Unleash the Archers. Oh, Fuck they're man. good. They have a do have a music video out for their song called Awakening? Uh the album's called Apex. Uh, uh it's a concept album, you know, it's all right. whatever. Um, but each song stands alone. It has so much power to it, it stands alone. Uh there's song- moment. What's
1: the greatest concept record ever written? Uh Rush? To rush to no. fucking gay. Um uh, uh-huh.
0: uh, Oh, oh Queensryche.
1: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Mind crime. High five in the microphone. Operation Mind Crime.
0: That is always the answer. Yes. Um, Carry on. So, uh, Unleash the Archers. Rush. Very good. Album Apex. We don't talk about Rush on my show. Okay. <laughs> so there's a, uh, I saw Rush, it was pretty cool. Um, they have a, a music video for the song called Awakening. It's a uh, playthrough music video. And it just, so just highlights them all playing their parts and everything. And it, Will blow your mind, like nice. it, it's so good. Um, another band listening to is uh the good band uh, Creator. Creator's got some new stuff. Uh, their latest album's really good. They've been around for a minute. They've been around right? for a long time. Okay. Yeah, they're small. guys. It
1: was ringing. It was ringing a bell.
0: Uh, Creator with a K, correct? Yeah, yep. yep. yeah, They've been around for a minute. They're fucking amazing. Uh, went and saw them open up for Arch Enemy. There's another band I've been listening to a lot. Yeah, that chick scares the shit out of me. Oh yeah, uh, they have a new singer now. Uh a a White chick? Glutes it's a chick better be a chick it's a chick and she's she's hot she doesn't have quite the power uh, that Angela Gossow did I don't think she's not as convincing she's more the visual kind of thing she right. like wears all this crazy shit she's very good Uh, don't get me wrong but Jeff Loomis is playing guitar for him now and it's amazing I love it Um, another band Havoc uh, we opened up for Primal Fear Havoc was opening up for Primal Fear and then all right, we were before havoc uh caught my attention back then they were nobody they're right kind of like they're just like hopped on right you know, with primal fear now they're a big like thrash metal band huge what i can't remember metal blade records or something uh either way uh their new album conformicide is con conformicide it's all about pick a side. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got nothing. <laughs> oh man, it's amazing. The lyrics it reminds me of like old school Megadeth. Like, uh, oh, I got you. Um, you know, very it was very political. You know, uh, blah blah blah. Super good. Very thrashy. Uh, they got some breakdowns and stuff. The uh, Joey, take note. The bass player, <laughs> the bass player in this band is in stupid. I was gonna say insane and stupid. Kind of meld them together. In stupid. In stupid. Oh my God. That's all right. So Todd and I made up a word the on our episode. Well. The we top, made up insta-hate,
1: so now there's in stupid. Insta-stupid. No, not insta-stupid. <laughs> That's what happens when you eat a Tide Pod. Oh! <laughs> oh! High five, like High five
0: uh see how, See how... It's just like a fucking knife. Quick. Like a katana. I love it. I love it. Sorry, uh, anyway. Who am I gonna listening to? Um, so
1: you're staying, but for the most part, you're pretty much staying in the heavy world.
0: Yeah, I, I, every once in a while I go back to like some old school like jazz type stuff or uh, some like uh, funk, mm. lots of some, uh, some good old funk stuff. Oh, by the way, I've been doing a lot of guitar work for hip hop artists coming out of Louisville, so I've been listening to a lot of uh, that is true. You stuff. have actually, yeah. Uh, if you've heard of Bryson Tiller, he got huge, number one on Bill and stuff, and. I've been working with his producers and stuff. And nice. It's been going pretty cool. It's a completely different genre of what I'm used to. and yep. uh, uh, that's That's been going great. Coates Music Studios. I'll uh, give a shout out to them. They're the ones that found me and brought me in. And nice. Now I'm getting paid to play guitar on rap albums. Cool. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. That is very cool. Yeah. I, and I have...
1: And I'm not saying this because you're sitting in front of me. This is actually true. Uh, I've seen a couple of those videos and I dig... What they're going for yeah. and what you're bringing to it, I, I think it's that's going to be really cool when it's finished.
0: Oh yeah, that's a super cool like mix of my style of playing with the kind of groove, yep. you know, kind of stuff there. Because it's it's not really it's it's like it's like old school hip hop kind of stuff. It's more of the singing aspect of the yeah. It's more like rap. old
1: school R and B. R and B. Yeah, with a yeah. hip hop flavor right. is what I would call it. The because artist- you are not doing the whole. Um, pure
0: rap. No, no, no they've yeah, it's, got it's, a lot of the old school hip hop melodic- vibe, but they've got the old school R and B vibe as well. There's melodies. There's you know singing involved. They do do some little rap stuff mm-hmm. here and there, but uh, it's really cool. Uh, I've, I've been doing that. I like it a lot, and so I've been trying to get that vibe. Listening to a lot of like hip hop kind of stuff, R and B. Um, you know, Usher type stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, yeah. Don't be listening gonna... to R. Kelly P on oh, No Kids. No, I ain't going to listen to R. Kelly cracking your legs back and crack you open like a lobster type stuff. I, a little I, much I, for me. I,
1: that was a little much for me. <laughs> I didn't even know what the fuck that means.
0: I don't know. I, I just know I read in a magazine that was a lyric from his his new album. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Jesus. Um, help
1: us all, Jesus. Help us.
0: Yeah, just listen to a lot of a lot of different stuff. A lot of flamenco <laughs> guitar, too, with that thing. Yes, because everybody can see what you're pointing at. Oh, yeah. I brought my little classical guitar for some reason. It was in my car. I didn't want it. Uh, and you're sketching sketchy neighborhood yeah, cause I live outside. I in the fucking
1: hood. <laughs> I'm so in the fucking hood. <laughs> you showed up at my door with a
0: guitar. I was like, what the fuck are you bringing a guitar for, dude? We're not playing music. And with your plywood tables and stuff out there. In there.
1: <laughs> that was funny. My buddy Travis Greer loves that fucking table. I do. Yeah, it is very nice. This is a
0: very nice digs. I like Shanks, it. I, I like my
1: home. I dig it here. Yeah.
0: Well, that's it, kids.
1: That's the show for the week.
0: What uh, what you got coming down the pipe, sir? Coming down the pipes. Uh, overthrown. I'm gonna try to get that uh back together, and it's 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 moving. It's moving forward. Mm. Moving forward slowly but surely. Um, I'm gonna send you some music. Send who? Mr. Stephen O'Reilly. I just wanted to see. He wanted my, my name. Weird. I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna send you some stuff to learn and jam. Awesome. You know, I like to jam with you. Kind of get that feel going on. Um, I'm hoping Joey Goldsmith will will want to want to join along. If not, you know, we'll find Fuck another bass player. Fuck They're a guy. dime a dozen. It's okay. <laughs> No, really, they're not. Let's not say They're that. Not really not. They're, really not. <laughs>
1: they're not. They're so hard to find. Good ones are really hard to find. <laughs> they are. Let's just clarify that.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm hoping to jump on some some movie projects and uh, you know, do some more of this hip-hop stuff. I like it. Nice. That doesn't sound very metal, but you know I'm a musician. I'm Jack Music is music, dude. Yep.
1: I stopped giving a shit about labels years ago. Yep.
0: I want you to look. Oh, you can't see it because the
1: basket's in the way. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's okay. There's a Neil Diamond box set over there. Oh, sweet. That's the only CDs you can see. The rest of them are in that blue thing behind you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I have. Music is music. I like it or I don't. Buy records. Go buy records. I agree. So that's it. We're out of here. I hope you guys learned something about my buddy Ryan. Thank
0: you for having me, Steven.
1: Oh, oh! now you're going to get all proper? and you done cussed out everybody and told little kids they need to off themselves, and now you're going to be all proper? I'm
0: going to be all proper. I like it. Thank you for listening. Continue to listen to his podcast. It's amazing.
1: Oh, thanks. No, seriously, thanks for coming over. Thanks you're for hanging out. Right, I appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. been great. It has been great and wonderful. And I only said the L word once on this episode. I know. That was kind of weird. I yeah. usually say it twice. I'm trying to keep it back a little bit.
0: Oh. Mm. Man, Meh. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. next time.
1: Oh, look at you! <laughs> you forgot one thing, though. You smart ass prick. What was that? As I say at the end of every episode, go do go some do some shit. shit. There you go. <laughs> Tell him go do some shit.
0: All right, guys. This is Ryan from Overthrown, the king of Overthrownia. Go out there and do some shit. I just want to point out that he said
1: Overthrownia. This has turned it into a bunch of Balonia. That's it. We're done. I'm, I'm cutting you off You're Out of here I need a shot So until next time I will talk at you soon